For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. And I, I just I watched the um, the video this morning. I don't know if you, you may have seen my comment or not. Uh, I saw that you commented, but I hadn't had a chance to read it. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. So really, a wonderful response. Yeah, I thought so as well. I was uh, was very happy. Yeah, lots of people like uh, this is. So clearly, the, she was a very very well loved and and just you know like the the whole presence. Well, she was also the customer customer rep person, right? Yep. Yeah. So how is um how is the, the interviewing going? Uh I actually uh, had my four interviews yesterday. Uh I was um really pleasantly surprised. Uh I, I thought I would have a clear cut winner. Um and I actually had three candidates that really stood out to me. Um, so I uh, worked on today, um, kind of a second step, um, and I gave them all a task and a deadline of tomorrow at 3 p.m. and, uh, and, uh, we'll see, we'll see which one of the three, if, uh, if any can separate themselves at that point. Wow. So what kind of task did you do? Is that something that you um, so what I did was uh, I created um, three questions for them. They were um, one was what are the top three problems they perceive that we have right now with our employees and what are their proposed solutions? Um, what are the top three problems or top three areas they think we could improve with our clients and what are their solutions? And then um, what issues do they see um, with uh, the owners or the office um, and, and things that, that they could, you know, uh, their solutions for those as well. Wow. Um, so I wanted to get a sense for where they thought those three areas were and, and see how, uh, how much detail they'd put into their solutions and kind of which ones align most with my, my vision and my values and... Um, uh, hoping that that would make things a little bit easier for me to decide. Yeah. Wow, but it sounds like you have a lot of uh, good good candidates. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was uh, I was very very surprised to, um, to at the responses to, to the questions that I was asking and the things that they um, they you know that they were sharing. I, I was. I was really blown away, to be honest. And it was funny. I, I said to Chuck, I said, um, 
boy, I didn't really think it was going to be this hard. And he said, yeah, that was a lot different than I was expecting. And I'm like, well, it's certainly a good problem to have. Absolutely, yeah. It's so much better to have, you know, the the option of, like, <laughs> having to choose is hard because they're all so good versus the, it's so much better than the, the opposite, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, how are you doing with uh, your the accountability, the things that you have to you need to get done? How is that moving along? I know that you made the video, you put it up, things are happening, but you also sent me those forms that you know you were um, you were intending or desiring to just be more on top of. And um, how is that? How, yeah, how so I'm certainly doing a lot more than I was. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not filling out the forms. Um, and uh, sticking to kind of a set schedule. My activity is certainly a lot more. Uh, I feel like I've sort of been bogged down with, you know, with these major projects and decisions and and a lot of stuff going on with B&I that, you know, some of the littler stuff is being let go. Um, But I'm not doing, you know, I'm not not paralyzed and, you know, overwhelmed and doing nothing. It's just some of the tasks that I'm doing are taking more time than, you know, than I I would have hoped or would have thought. Yeah. So would it be would it be a good idea to work? So so there's there's two ways that we can go about today's session. And I really wanna I wanna hear what would be the most valuable for you. So we could actually talk about um what may be blocking you from like filling out the you know your productivity planner page. Because that's something that could be done. My recommendation would be like the previous night, and you know we can go on strategies and find out what the blocks might be to actually be more productive, if there's any. Uh, and and the other piece is actually going directly to what I call usually the source, which is starting the work. Have, were you were you able to listen to any of the to the first audio or not? Not yet. I have not been able to yet. No. Okay. So we can actually do the first module together. The idea that you do it on your own is that, you know, you get some uh, some work ahead of time and then we actually, like, get the, get to the, you know, the deeper root of things. But we can also do it, you know, just that we go ahead because it's – the first module is about – so I'll tell you a teeny bit so you can make an informed choice. Um, the first module is about creating your money map. Like, where in different areas, where is your money at? And we use money, but I always talk about money as a as a symbol, you know, and a symptom, and it just it, it has a much deeper root and connection. So it's just you know, it's we will talk about money, but it's it's not just about the money. It's like how how that represents like your level of success and the level of value that you believe that you. Uh, your contrib- you know, the way that you're contributing, your level of deserving, and all of that have, have much more um, subtle roots. And I think that, that that may be a good word to use. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Okay. So I'm curious, you know, and, and both, like I have to tell you, no matter which route we take, we usually are going to end in a similar place, which is addressing what may be happening that is interfering with where you want to go. And what what may be the next step to get there? Yeah, I think um, that you know they certainly both have value. Um, you know, for me, um, a lot of um, I, I I just have a a ton on my plate. 
So, um, you know, and and I don't know why, but I continue to take on more and more. Um, And so, you know, I don't know if if kind of going through what's happening there is more value or looking at the the money piece. I mean, I I actually think they both have value uh, for for me. Um, You know, so that's actually a really difficult decision. Um, Well, the the other, a third option, which may be simpler, is to just look at what are the the patterns in place. So there's, you know, there's a lot going on, and we can actually organize it and see how to actually bring in. See, one of the things that happens for me and people in general when, when I work with is that when you have a lot going on, our minds and our nervous system goes into a place of a little bit of overwhelm, and and that can actually have the effect of like a the, the stress the typical stress response right or you fight you fly or or you or you freeze and and that is something that happens without our realizing it but what it we, the result is that we're not as productive as we want to be sure so what we could possibly do is address what is going on what is your what is your level of stress at this at this time because that would be a very good place to to start with uh, stress. I, I don't feel stressed. Uh, okay. Like I'm not. I'm not at a point where I'm stressed. I, I guess it's. Um, I mean, I guess maybe it is a form of stress. But I, I guess for me, it's like I know all the things I have to get done, and I just feel like there's not there's not quite enough time to do them all. Um, and so I'm still sometimes spending time doing other things that you know maybe are not not really all that important or necessary or, you know, maybe I check out a little bit or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a lot more productive. I'm get, You know what it is, is I'm getting, I'm getting things done every day, but I'm not getting as many things done as I want to be getting done. Okay. Now, is it, do you, do you believe, if you check, I want, I want you to almost like step, so how is it if you just start where you're at and look, look, take a closer look at what is happening on the day to day, and find out um, what it, what may be happening, and what what does, is there something that needs to change? And if there is, how could we, you know, what what would be the options to actually put in place? Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound like a good plan? <laughs> it does. Going? Good. Um, so let's look also at how. How many things that you need to do? Do you feel like because right now it seems it sounds to me like you're doing a lot. Um, if you were to like take a step to the side and just witness like how your day went yesterday, for example, and and you just you know take as much as you can, take the judgment out of the equation, so you're not you know you're not coming at it from a place of like yes I should have been doing more. And if you just were to be like, this is, you know, this is a coworker that is in your situation, or this is a colleague or something, do you really feel like the way that Monday, let's say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, with everything that has been going on, are there really spaces where you see David or Dave really like spacing out because 
there's too much going on. I mean, there are, it is important to consider that we do need breaks. And you need to take a break in order to continue with the day. You cannot just go eight hours straight or six hours straight with no break at all. Like, that is really not reasonable. Sure. So even if there's, you know, if it's 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, those have to be built in so you think your productivity can be more focused and, um, you know, just efficient. And the other piece is that you're, you're not so bogged down, like your mind is so full of things that then you don't get your, the, the priority straight. And that's why I like that, the document that you sent me so much. Because it's so clear. It's like, okay, this is what are the, the projects going on and the people you need to connect, but bottom line, what are the priorities of the things that need to happen? That's why I think that it's so cool. It's a very Yeah, I think for me it's probably just getting to a point where I am um, you know, utilizing those because I, I think that's probably part of the problem is is that I'm not um you know, I'm I'm instead of getting laser focused on the things that are most important I'm thinking everything has a ton of importance, and so I'm trying in my mind to do too much. And, uh, you know, I think what happens is I've become overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a good example today, I had a, you know, I had a pretty good day. You know, there's certainly points I could do more, uh, and, and, and I can, you know, I'm honest about that. But, but then what ends up happening is I have a little bit of... Um, not guilt, but sort of anxiety about, you know, like I I just left my office and I was thinking, you know, oh, man, I had these three or four emails that I needed to return, and then I'm like, well, I guess I could wait till tomorrow. But then I ended up feeling kind of guilty that I, I didn't do it. or And it's not like I didn't do it because I was doing something else. I mean, partially, sometimes that's the case. Um, but it was like, okay, well, I've got to get to this call and I've got to, I've got to do this, and so it was like, okay, when am I going to have time to do the rest of this? And then the problem is, is I have so many things going on um, that are not business related that that is affecting things as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to find the right balance for my time, um, and, I, and you know that that's where I think I've become overwhelmed. Yeah. Okay. So. How about, first of all, let's see, how how are you feeling right now? If you do, I want you to, like, um, are you home? Are you in a place that you have privacy? I do, yep. Great. So I'm going to invite you to just really for a moment close your eyes and just be present. And notice, just Notice your breath for just a moment. Just be present, breathing in and out. And notice the physical sensations that are going on. I would invite you almost to do like a scanning. Like if you were to scan your body. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Watch yeah. it. Thanks. So almost like a what do you notice if there's any tension or like tingling or just are you uneasy in your legs or your abdomen? Yeah, definitely um, more, you know, of an uneasy feeling uh, in, in my stomach, yeah. Okay. And what does it feel like in your stomach? Uh, more like anxiety, like kind of as I start to recognize all the things I need to get done, that kind of builds. 
And is it, do you feel if you just take that away and just, just look almost like you're, you know, an explorer here? Does it feel tight? Does it feel burning? Does it feel heavy? What does it, what is the actual sensation in your body? Uh, it's getting more, more tight. Okay. Is it painful? Uh, not really. Okay. Okay. And how intense would you say it is from like a zero neutral to ten really? Um, I would say maybe, maybe a six or seven. Okay. Okay. Good. So that's, that's there. And then... Either you notice any other place in your body, is your chest or your back, shoulders, your neck? Uh, no, not really. Okay, the rest is totally fine. Is it? Yep. Um, even if you're aware of it, it's just your stomach. Yep. Okay. So kind of, okay. Well, it's kind of between my stomach and my chest. Okay, so the solar plexus kind of area? Yep. Okay. Would you say definitely in the solar plexus is not? really on on your stomach, per se, but more the solar plexus. Yes. Okay, good. And anything else? Can you recognize any, is there there any color that comes up or any texture that you feel? If you had something there, this tightness is caused by something, can you have a visual of that, what that may look like? Um, not, not really. Okay, that's totally fine. And so let's let's look at it for a moment because usually solar plexus and this tightness. Oh, let's do this since we're right there. You can okay. Is that, this is entirely up to you if you want to have your eyes open or closed. What I notice is that when I have my eyes closed, I get a lot more information, like from my body and more in touch. Um, and. I'm sensing something. I just want to check with you. Is this okay? Is there something? Do you, are you having any thoughts right now connected, either connected with these or what we were doing, what we're doing? Uh, not with what we're doing, but just more um, when I get like this, uh, it's usually, you know, just um, the, way, the way I end up thinking is, uh, okay, I just need to check more items off that list and then, the more I get done, the closer I get to my goals. The closer I am to my goals, the less anxiety I have. Okay. Okay. So, so it's like I, I hear what you're saying, that it's like, and that does that bring a sense of calmness or even increased tightness? Uh, well, which, which part? The, the the thought the thought that you're having like oh I need to uh it it it, will, it makes it it gets worse until I get to a point where I can you know start to actually take some of those items off the list and and get closer to to my goals. Right. Now, have you been there recently, where you actually have checked enough items on your list that you can really relax? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I when I was um, you know, just coming out of the, um, you know, the day where I did the four interviews and, you know, I, I met with you and, you know, yesterday, I, I mean, I, I felt it was great. You know, I had had a very productive day. I was feeling very good. Um, 
Yeah, so that that was definitely very different. So there's there's days that you actually can you feel that way that you have done enough that you're like okay wow that today was good I can relax. Yep. Okay. Now, what if I invited you to actually you know what forget it instead of talking I'm just we're gonna tap. <laughs> we could talk and talk, but I think tapping is we can still talk while we're tapping. So just today in your karate chop point and repeat after me. I have this tightness in my solar plexus. I have this tightness in my solar plexus. Because I get anxious when I see the list of all the things that I have to do. Because I get anxious when I see the list of all the things I have to do. I, there's, there's so much going on. There's so much going on. And not just the business, but my personal life and things that are not business related are piling up. Uh, not just my business, but in my personal life, there's so many things that are coming up. And my body reacts to it. And my body relax, reacts to it. Yeah. I get tight and anxious. I get tight and anxious? And I keep on thinking that they all, you know, I need to check more items off that list. And I keep thinking that I need to check more items off that list. Take a breath and... Read it out. Just let's do that again. One more time. Deep breath if you can. Roll it out. I would really like to feel relaxed. I would really like to feel relaxed. And trust that I'm becoming more and more productive every day. I try to become more and more productive every day. Because I'm aware that when I'm relaxed, I actually get more done. Because I believe when I am relaxed, I, I actually get more done. And even though today not, has not been one of those super productive days. And even though today has not been one of those super productive days. I would really like to accept myself. I would really like to accept myself. Okay, tapping to the point. The whole, the whole key of my anxiety is checking things off that list. The whole key of my anxiety is checking things off that list. I just need to get that done. I just need to get that done. And if I don't, I beat myself up. And if I don't, I beat myself up. Is that true, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. And it it actually weighs pretty heavy in my mind. And it actually weighs pretty heavy on my mind. Because there's so much to get done. Because there's so much to get done. And on top of it, it's just not the, just the business. And on top of it, it's not just the business. There's so many other things to get done. There's so many other things to get done. And I just cannot relax. And I just cannot relax. I would like to. I would like to. But there's a part of me that feels like I'm never going to be as productive as I would want. But there's a part of me that feels like I'll never be as productive as I want. For some reason, it's just not going to happen. For some reason, it's just not going to happen. I do have proof that some days this has been the case. I do have proof that some days that has been the case. But would you? But they're not the majority. Is that true? I don't want to say something. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the majority. But it's not the majority. And I, in my mind. And I, in my mind. 
feel like it's more an exception than the rule. That's more uh, the exception than the rule. I Even with that. And even with that. I would like to be at peace with myself. I would like to be at peace with myself. Now take a breath. And as you release it, I want you to notice, would it be okay for you to actually relax and to accept yourself even though you're not where you would like to be? Uh, hey, for the most, For the most part, yeah. Okay. Then, and be honest, because I have a sense that it's not okay for you to accept yourself like this. You really need, there's almost like a, okay, so I'm going to give you these, have I shared, okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. I want you to imagine yourself or your, or your son, right, just like a little kid, just wanting to really learn to like master golf or baseball, let's say. And and this kid is just you know he's new to it. He does he's not good at it. And he's gonna be there ready to just have, you know, get these bat on his hands and just you know, it's ready and trying to do his best and he's nervous, he's really nervous and the coach is right over him. And he has a coach that is gonna be like, You know what? You give you give it your best. Just give it your best. And he does and he fails. Right? This is the first time that he has a bat in his hands, like he just and the coach goes like, you know what? I knew it. You you don't have it in you. It's just like you can try and try, but I, I don't think you have it in you. you know, how how could you just mess up so much? I mean, did you notice like your posture that a lot? Now, I want you to look and think of that scenario and think of the scenario of the same kid, but this coach is in a different place. And the kid also messes up, and he doesn't get it. And the coach goes like, you know what? That was a great first time. I noticed that you put all your intention and strength, and you're going to get it. I know you're going to get it. Would you like me to give you some pointers? Because I completely trust that you're going to get it. You have it in you to actually succeed. So how do you feel about the different coaches and what what's going to happen with that kid? Yeah, I think uh obviously um you know having having someone who believes in you is is a lot better than uh than the coach who, you know, beats you up on on day one. Yeah. So, these I I don't know if you recognize which kind of coach would you say you have been for you? Uh I'm pr- most often on the uh the first. Yeah. And uh, what would you call that? To me, okay, go ahead. Um, I mean, it's just—it's basically, uh, you know, self self-deprecating. Yep. Sounds a bit like a bully to me. Yep. Does it go that far, yours? Because mine, mine can be can be that way at times. How about yours? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So, would you be open? to considering having a cheerleader instead of a bully? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's just tap to the point. I, the truth is I've been, I've been carrying a bully in my solar plexus. Uh, the truth is I've been carrying a bully in my solar plexus. That 
really tightens up when I don't do things right. That really tightens up when I don't do things right. And it just yells or gives me the message that I'm really messing up. And just really gives me the message that I'm really messing up. Uh, that has been my training. But this has been my training. Who was like that to you? Uh, are, you, you were, are you are you growing asking? up? Yeah, when you were growing up, who was like that? Um, my my mom was a yeller. Yeah, that's a, yeah. So I've learned that that's the way that you do it. I've learned that that's the way that you do it. My mom actually motivated through screaming. My mom uh, actually motivated through screaming. And, you know, the fear of the screaming got some things done. The fear of the screaming got some things done. Is that true? Uh, It did, yeah. Yeah. Was she also, did she use her hands sometimes? She did. Yeah. And and that actually was somewhat of a motivator. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. But the truth is, it wasn't the best motivation. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So you're tapping through the points. We're tapping together, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I have to admit that my nervous system has been very well trained for punishment. But I have to admit that my nervous system has been very well trained for punishment. That is how I've been motivated since I was a little kid. That is how I've been motivated since I was a little kid. I would, I'm open to considering the possibility. I am open to considering the possibility. Of having a cheerleader inside of me. Of having a cheerleader inside of me. Someone that is actually celebrating my success. Someone that is uh, actually celebrating my success. And trusting that I can actually do, like, get my goals done. Someone who uh, believes that I can get my goals done. That is, That has my back. That has my back. And is really there for me. And is really there for me. So take a breath, and I want you to, I invite you to close your eyes. And have you had that kind of person in your life, growing up or now as an adult, any time. Have you had that kind of cheerleading that you feel like this person believes in you, believes that you can do it? Um, I certainly have people who believe in me, um, but, you know, I wouldn't say they're, you know, you know, they're uh, not... Not regularly. Okay. Although I, I mean, I grew up. I was. Uh, I was always the. Um, I was always the bad kid or the kid. Uh, you know that. Was, you know, my grandparents thought was you know too loud or too rambunctious or. Um, so that that's something I've certainly dealt with. Yeah. So you had a lot of energy. Uh, yes. Now, now, looking at, if you look at yourself as a kid, having some, you have some memories of being really energetic and very loud. 
would you say that you were unusually, like, loud or just being a kid? Uh, I think most of them just being a kid. Yeah. Like, how would you respond to someone, to a kid like that? Uh, I respond the way that my mom did with me, so it's not mm. not favorable. Okay. So you have really taken it on? Yeah. Okay. I don't so want to. No, no, I hear you, but you've been very well trained, and you can, we recognize that, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do something that we haven't, I, I don't think we have done before. And... Um, and we're just going to go slow. At any point, at any point that I do anything at all, say that it's uncomfortable, you don't like it, you have thoughts that are saying, well, this is, this is I'm not okay with these, just have, I really invite you to just speak up, please, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't ever do anything if you're not 100% okay with it or if you have any thoughts. Just don't, I'm really going to encourage you not to take care of me at all in that sense. Is that good? Yep. Okay. You can even tell me, you know what, Laura, this is not working for me. And I'm good with that. Okay? Um, is that really, really clear? Because it's huge for me that you, this, is, this is really important for, that you can be, this is your time and your, and it's really important that you're true to yourself. Okay. So whatever comes up. So I want to I wanna do something, and I want to share with you that Anything that we do, this is going to be, I don't know if you've ever done this. Have you ever actually, eh, let's do something simple. Let's just dive in and see what happens. Is that, are you up for it? Yeah. Okay, great. So as you were talking about you being a, you know, rambunctious, loud, very energetic kid, and it got in trouble, and you were like the bad kid and so on. If you close your eyes, can you see yourself? As that little kid. Yeah. And how old would you say you are in this position? Um, maybe, maybe nine or ten. Okay. Uh, what is, did you did you have a a nickname? What was his name or his nickname growing up? Um. Not really. Well, was it always Dave or David? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like a Davey or anything like that? Uh, no, not unless kids were teasing me. Oh, okay. So we're not going there. Okay. <laughs> so, no, no, that's totally cool. So, and did he prefer, so this little boy that you're seeing, did he prefer to be called Dave or David? Uh, didn't matter. It didn't. It was okay. Totally. Yep, the one was fine. Okay. Did you have a special name when you actually got in trouble? Did your mom call you? Uh, she she would use um, she would use my my first she would use David Charles. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we we know when that is that one's coming. Absolutely. So what is he seeing? What is he what is he doing? What are you seeing right now? What is what is young Dave doing in this scene that you're like watching? Um, just just kind of sitting there. Okay. Does he? So does he look to you? Is he okay? Where Where is he sitting? Like outside the house, or? 
Um, not really sure of where. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of um, looks. Um, um, I don't kind of kind of sad. Yeah. Does he seem like a good kid to you? Uh, he does. Yeah. Would you Would you like to try to help him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but I'm going to invite you to just like put yourself as an adult. This is all you know. You're just seeing these in your mind's eye. Put yourself as an adult in that scene. Let me know when you do that. Uh, no, what do you want me to do exactly? Okay, so this is this is tricky, especially if you haven't done it before. So you can see that the young Dave is just sitting sitting someplace, and he looks a little sad, right? Yep. And can you see him clearly? Is that is that clear for you in your mind? Yep. Okay. I wanted to see that you, as an adult, right, like, you know, as you look today, you're actually stepping into that scene. So you're going to be standing next to him, like, you know, two or three, or three feet away from him. Okay. And let me know when, you, when you're there. Yeah. Now, very careful, because I don't know if he has seen you before. Notice what happens when he actually sees you there. Okay. How does he react? Um, he he turned um, and looked and smiled. Okay. Does he know who you are? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, that's totally cool. That's totally cool, but he's you're there, and he's he's mild, so he's somewhat open to you. Yep. Could you actually, could you could you find a way to sit along the same place that where he's sitting, but you know, like a, a foot or two, you know, maybe two feet away, so he has his space. Yeah. Okay. And I want you to tell him, and you can do this out loud or in, inside your mind, as as you as you wish, what feels more natural. I want you to tell him, I am I am you, all grown up. And I have come to help you. Uh, I am you, all grown up, uh, and I've come to help you. And how does he react when he hears you say that? Um, just more open, turning okay. more towards me. Does he trust that you are who you say you are? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So I would like you to share with him, and again, you can do this out loud or not, share something with him that makes him know that you actually really know who he is and you are who you say you are. Like share with him something that happened maybe that year when you were 9 or 10 or something that happened the year before. You know, I, I remember when, you know, when you did these. And uh, just or maybe a little secret that, you, you know, you had that not... No one knew or nobody else, not many people knew. Something good or something bad? Either way. Either way, it's totally fine. Something, the 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 purpose is for him to really trust that you are who you say you are. Because this can be a little odd for him. 
Okay. Um, okay, I, I did that one in my mind. Okay, that's totally cool. And is he? Does he? Is he good with that? Does he have yep. any questions? Okay. Um, no, just you can tell that he knows that I'm I'm who I say I am. Cool. So, ask him, like, you know, you just mentioned to him, I, I noticed that you're a little, you seem sad. And uh, I, I'm really wanting to help you. And because I'm coming from the future, I actually have a special kind of power that could really help you. Would you let me help you and tell me what's going on? Okay. And are you doing okay? Is this is this Okay with you? Uh, with me, yeah, this is fine. Cool, okay. What does he, if you ask him, what, what is making you sad? What is going on? Notice what he said. Um, talks about um, not, not feeling confident. Okay. With something in particular, not feeling confident at school or with the other kids? Um, nothing in particular, just just overall. He's, he's, not, he's not good enough? Does he feel like that? In his words, what would he say? Um, Remember, he's like nine or ten. And if you lose touch with him, it's totally cool. We'll just, you know, just let me know. It's like... Are you still with him, or is this more your mind? Uh, probably more my mind. Okay. Um, okay. More thinking. More thinking along the lines of what, um, how I would have felt, mm-hmm. or how I, yeah. how I did feel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, is there any concern at all? So I invite you to just tap in your karate chokon for a moment. Is there any concern at all that if you really got in touch with him, you may actually start to feel a lot of things that you just really don't care to feel again? Uh, no, no. Okay. So it's okay. You could, if you were to get in touch with him and feel everything that was going on at that time in your life, you would you wouldn't be overwhelming or upsetting. No, uh, well, I mean it, it might be um, it might be upsetting, but I'm not um, you know I'm not afraid to face it. Okay, okay. So if you take a deep breath and connect with him. What you're, what you're sensing from him, what you're getting is that he's not feeling confident. Yeah. And is that, is that, just can you ask him a little bit more? Like is he, and are you okay asking him or is it hard for you to actually really hear him? No, I'm okay. okay Yeah, I'm certainly okay doing it. Okay. Have you ever done anything like this before? No, no. Okay. Does it feel a little odd? Um, in one sense, yes, but um, 
I, I certainly understand the premise of the exercise, um, and, it, and it's actually kind of um, uh, I guess I would use the word therapeutic, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to invite you to actually put a hand on your on your belly, on your solar plexus or your belly, because your mind is so brilliant that it's going to hijack us. <laughs> hmm. And you're, you can actually, you can actually try to think your way into these, and you're very good at it. And I know because I can do the same thing. But I have to tell you <laughs> that you're going to get 10 times more benefit if you allow yourself just for a moment. And let's say that we're going to do these for like five or five more minutes to just okay. really, really just stay with your body and see what's happening there. Again, as you close your eyes and have your hand on your belly, take a breath. And go into that scene again where you are with yourself as as a nine-year-old. And notice how do you feel right now as an adult in front of this nine-year-old boy? What are the feelings that come up for you? Uh, Insecure. Okay. Could you take tell me a little more about insecure? Um, just never, never confident in in myself. Okay. okay. And is that what you see in him, or you still have? Is it a is it still present in you today? Uh, it's it's I. I would probably tell you that it's not, but I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I think, you know, I, I, my whole childhood was chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, uh, when I think about it now, it's more... Um, I think it probably sums up my life. The best way to sum it up would be um, the highs were really high, but the lows were very low. And we would always swing between very high highs and very low lows. And yet you never really knew, you never really knew what to expect. And I think that's, that's how I am that's how I am still now. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you so you never know what to expect and the high could you give me an idea what the highs might be like? What would be a high that you remember clearly? Now or then? Then. Um yeah, we would do uh I was very big into um, racing BMX bikes, and uh, we would travel as a family all throughout Massachusetts to um, to go to those events. And um, uh, you know, th- those were great. Um, 
those were great, but there were certainly far fewer of those than than the lows. And what did the lows look like? Uh, they, I would say more, um, you know, my, my parents fighting, um, uh, my mom, my mom never really dealing with, um, the things she needed to deal with and, um, going to, uh, family therapy and, and knowing what she was being told but never have her, never having her do what she needed to, um, watching my parents yell at each other, watching her yell at us, um, even to, even to I was, you know, 12 or maybe a little bit older than that where she would call and tell us that, you know, she was gonna she was gonna commit suicide. Yeah. And Dave, when you when you're talking about when you're talking about uh, she was not told what she was not doing what she needed to she needed to do and deal with what she needed to deal. What what are you referring to? Was it her mood? Um, Was it did she did she, I know she smoked? Did she drink? Did she have other? Behaviors? No, if we would go to like a, a therapist and they would recommend, um, you know, that she take you know some sort of, you know, medicine or something like she would never do that to fix the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we always knew we had to just endure whatever it was that she was going to do. Okay. Um, and her, her issue was more anger, so she would actually fluctuate from, like, I'm getting anger and depression. Is that what was going Yeah, I, I think it uh, was more um, more of like a bipolar, uh, mm-hmm. what I think is what the, the diagnosis was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But she she definitely had a lot of anger. Just still she does. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I do, and that certainly um, that's certainly something that I I want to fix. Yes. Yeah. And we're gonna definitely definitely address that. So one piece that we're gonna start with addressing today, if that's okay with you, is I want you to see, and this is almost like a movie. So I'm gonna narrate it a little bit. And just allow yourself to just be there and please interrupt me if you're having any challenge with it. But I wanted to see Dave. I said maybe maybe he's nine, maybe he's younger. You let me know at some point if it changes. But I want you to be there as an, a grown man that you are today. And could I ask you? So I no. So you see him. And mom is actually, something has happened. He did a little something. It wasn't a big deal at all. But mom is coming at him. Can you see that scene? Yeah. Okay. I want you, and tell me if this is possible for you, to actually get in front of little David. Okay. 
Does, is that okay with you, to actually protect him in that way? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What would you like to tell your mother? And I want you to do this out loud if it's comfortable for you. So she's coming at him, and she's going to want to try to get him. But I, I, I want you to actually really protect him, if that is okay. If you have any resistance to protecting him, I want you to let me know. Do you have any resistance about protecting him? Uh, not resistance. I I think that for me the struggle, um, the struggle is is that the, um, it, it's it's kind of hard to do that because some like so she would come at you really really hard. But at other times, she was the most loving person. Like, if I was having trouble at school or with someone at school, like, she would go in and fight every battle that I I could ask for. Um, you know, so it, I think it, it for me, it was the struggle between the two different people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, what we're doing here is that, see, Young Dave and, of course, you have had almost like it seems like two moms. And what what Dave didn't have growing up, what that little boy that you see did not have, it's somebody that actually protected him. And this is not about, like, blaming mom or, you know, like, pushing her away but it's like there's a part of you that it, it makes so much sense that this boy grew up not feeling confident or insecure, which underneath it could be a sense of like not feeling like he was good enough. Yeah. Because he grew up with a mom that was unpredictable. Yeah. She could be very loving and wonderful, or she could be a total nightmare. That's right. And this boy was it grew up like, oh, my God. The other piece that was really huge probably is that there was a part of him that wanted to fix it at times. Is that yeah. true? That, that, yeah. But also feeling completely unable to do that. That's right. So that's where it comes. Like, this is, so what we're embarking right now, Dave, even though it's not 100% business, which obviously does make, definitely doesn't feel like that, but right now what we're embarking is giving this young boy what he needed and coming from the understanding that time and space, and you can research these, it's actually relevant when it comes to emotions and the programming that we have downloaded. So addressing something that happened when he did and providing this boy with you there, telling him, you know what, even though as a grown man I'm still dealing with a lot of things, there's one thing that I can do, and is actually to protect you from mom. When mom is coming at you, I'm just going to tell, I'm going to put some boundaries in. You don't have to be mean, but you can say, you know what, I'm sorry, but I'm going to protect this little boy. Okay. You need to just let some steam off. Um, that's totally okay. Right. So what? How, how does it work right now with you, when your mom has come at you? Because I know, do you go, like, you have, like, screaming battles? Uh, we do. 
okay. that more often, although I've adapted that um, as she became more ill, I have, uh, I just get to a point where I, I do less uh, and I just do more talking. I mean, you know, and sometimes I'll just completely withdraw um, to, to avoid the argument. Uh, but typically in the past, yeah, it was uh, it was always very um, it would get personal and loud, and that that's definitely where it went. Okay. So if you if we go to the place, can you um, how is your solar plexus doing, by the way? Uh, not actually all that bad. Better than they were. Okay. So if you were in a six or seven, what would you say it is now? Uh, maybe four. Okay, so it's still there. Now yeah. we're, we're actually we're talking about intense things. Um, do you have? Let me see. What's before I ask you? What is my schedule like? Yeah. Do you have another uh, five five minutes or so, or do you yeah. need to? Yeah. No, okay. I have, have a little time. Okay. If you like, if you take a breath and just go to um. Is there anything in your life where you can just uh, take a breath and bring in just a sense of calmness? Um, not that easy. <laughs> no, no, actually, it's not. I uh, no. Well, okay. I would say I would say with uh, with my friends. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have any. You know, when I'm with my friends, I'm having a great time. Okay. Cool. And you're not, there's no pressure to be anybody or anything other than you. Uh, no, yeah, my, uh, that, that's, I think that's when I'm at my best because I, I have people who, who understand who I am and, and, you know, we always joke about, I'm, I'm the kind of guy you either love or hate and, uh, mm-hmm. my, my friends accept me for who I am and, and that's, that's what's great about it. Absolutely. Okay. So, just. Let's just do one round of tapping together. We can just okay. go just tapping through the points. It's not easy for me to relax. It's not easy for me to relax. When I, I actually, my body is sometimes pretty tight. Uh, my body is actually sometimes pretty tight. And when it comes to being at home or at the office. And when it comes to being at home or at the office. That tightness comes just right up. That tightness comes just right up. The only times where I can truly be myself and relax. The only time where I can truly be myself and relax. Is with friends. Is with friends. So right now, in this very moment. But right now, in this very moment. I am open to feeling more relaxed. I am open to feeling more relaxed. I am sending the message to my body. I am sending the message to my body. That everything is okay. That everything is okay. In this moment in time, everything is okay. In this moment in time, everything is okay. And for the next five minutes, I just can be here and now. And for the next five minutes, I can just be here and now. Take a breath. Let it go. I am not used to that. I am not used to that. I'm always thinking about what's coming next. I'm always thinking about what's coming next. 
And there's so much that needs to happen. And there's so much that needs to happen. My nervous system is really ready to be thinking ahead. My nervous system is really ready to be thinking ahead. And to wound up so I can really get stuff done. And to wind up so I can really get stuff done. And in the past, anger... And in the past, anger... Has been my fuel. Has been my fuel. It it gives me lots of energy. It gives me lots of energy. Isn't that true? Uh, In the moment it does, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then what happens? Uh, Then I feel guilt. Right, absolutely, yeah. But in the moment it's really like, yeah. Uh, So complicated. (laughs) It is is complicated. (laughs) I would really like to be at peace with myself. I would really like to be at peace with myself. And understand that I'm really doing my best. And understand that I'm really doing my best. And I'm really working on doing it better. And I'm really working on doing it better. Can you own that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, take a breath and check in how you're doing. Inviting just... Notice just for a moment as you take the next breath that you are here in this very moment and that you're in this moment, like right here, right now. And I want to invite you. I know that you're not totally in a relaxed place because there's still, the day continues and so on. But in this moment, I want you to invite that day that is hanging out with friends feeling. Just like for just very briefly, like that, everything is cool. Yep. You're being, and you're definitely accepted for who who you are. Definitely by me. I, 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 and and if your thought is like, well, you don't know half the half of it. Believe me, I know quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's okay. Details are not that important. But is that okay? Is that okay to to be seen and accepted by me? Yep. Okay. And do you believe it or is it like weird? No, I believe it. Okay, cool. So what I would like to check with you is that from this place, I'm going back to, I want I want you to go back to see Dave and mom coming at him. And this is what I would like you to try to do. So this, I want you to see yourself in the middle so, you know, mom is coming and she's maybe screaming or she may be, right? And as she's coming, just Dave is behind you. Would he prefer to be holding your hand or he's okay with just being behind you? That's, what do you think? Um, he, he would probably um, be holding my hand. Okay, cool. So, and you just hold his hand and just, you know, like you know, maybe like squeeze his hand tight, you know, just not tightly, but just to let him reassure him that you're here, that everything's going to be okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I want you to, like, just look at your mom and say, you know, I want you to just repeat after me, just, and you can, as you're doing all of these, I want you to just still tap and repeat after me. Mom, I understand that you're really upset. Mom, I understand that you're really upset. Uh, she may still be screaming. That's okay. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm not actually, I'm really going to protect Dave today. 
But I'm really going to protect Dave today. Because it's not okay for you to be like that with him. Because it's not okay for you to be like that with him. She doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He's just a young boy. He's just a young boy. And he's learning. And he's learning. How does it feel to say that to Mom? Oh, it feels good. Does it feel real or it feels kind of pretend? Uh, no, that's real. Okay. What else would you like to tell her? You can tell her anything. Um, um, I, I would want to tell her that I wish she would would do what she was, you know, being told and address the things that were affecting us. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. I really wish that you would you would take the medications that they're telling you to take. That is that I mean, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and I really, just, go ahead. Uh, I really wish you would take the medication that you're being told to take. Because my hope is that because my hope is that if you complete that, if you take the, that medication or do what you've been told, what's going to happen? Um, if you if if you take that medication, um, that we can we can have um, a more peaceful, less chaotic life. Less up and down. And I know that Dave needs that. And I know that Dave needs that. So until you take that medication, I'm going to be here to protect him. Did you say if she doesn't take that? No, until you take that medication, I will be here to protect him. Uh, Until you take that medication, I'm going to be here to protect him. And did she ever actually end up taking any medication? Um, sometimes for a short amount of time, but she would always say she was having side effects or yeah. she didn't need it or she didn't want it or things like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So how do you, when you see that boy on your whole name, how is he doing? Is he getting, what is he getting from you being there? I'm feeling his mom. He's he's feeling more brave, stronger. Yeah. Do you believe that he deserves your protection? I do. Yeah. Are you willing to do that for him? I am. Okay. Because this is what's happening, Dave. He didn't have you, obviously, right? But again, even though it may not make much sense, he has you now. Yeah. And when you get really upset at something, it could be coming from mom or any anybody else, Megan, your kids, anybody that in any way he feels either, you know, disrespected or not taken into consideration, anything like that, what's going to happen is that that little boy who really knew that it wasn't fair to be having such a chaotic life, comes out. 
And it's like, this is not okay, and I'm just going to let you know. Does that make sense? It does. So the what I would like you to do, the exercise that I would really like you to do is to actually... Like before, when you could, this could happen when you first wake up, when you're in the shower, when you're driving. Well, driving is a little harder if you have to close your eyes. Or, you know, before you go to bed, anytime. I want you to spend this whole, like, you know, it could be like 30 seconds or one minute. It doesn't have to be more than that. But I would like you every day to just go visit him and just tell him, you know, hold his hand and say, hey, buddy, I'm here. I'm here to protect you. You're not alone. Okay. Because if you are there for him, then he doesn't need to scream as much that he needs help. Right. He doesn't need to tell the world that they're being unfair and that they're putting too much on him. Okay. Okay. How is your solar plexus now? Uh, Maybe one or two. Okay, that's that's a that's a nice difference. What would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What else is what is this else is going on for you right now? For the rest of your day and everything. What else? Um, not not a well. I have a I have a um, a meeting uh, tonight for uh, for baseball. Um, there's an informational meeting for baseball, um, but not a whole bunch else uh, today. I have to get my kids in um, a little, little under an hour, and, and that's basically it for today. Okay. And have you actually gotten to do any of the videos with them? Uh, not with them as of yet, no. I actually was talking to my mom this morning um, uh, because I'm still, tr- she still a lot wants to do some things, um, yeah. and and I'm trying to find some things that she could do. So, uh, one of the things I actually, um, I, yeah, for the business, because I still think, she, even though she knows she's retiring, she still wants to be involved, not necessarily day to day stuff. And I was struggling to come up with things that she could do, um, mm-hmm. because one of the things that that really is a good thing is. Um, uh, the the fact that she's not there on a day to day basis, I think, is actually helping me become a lot more productive. Yeah. Uh, because I'm spending less time worrying about, you know, you know, less time wasting time talking about things that we don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um. I but but I also was feeling um, that the success of her video was was so good um, that I actually asked her about your idea. Uh, about finding, you know, maybe an hour where we could literally do, you know, 20, 30 videos that are, you know, a minute apiece or two minutes apiece with her giving cleaning tips. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she she seemed to she seemed to like that idea. So I I think that would give her a little bit of a purpose, uh, mm-hmm. and it would also tackle that project that you mentioned yesterday when you kind of broke it down and made it make it seem simple. Yeah. And the other piece is that what I would suggest then, if she likes that idea, is that the work for her to do, which would be awesome because she's going to be off your hands for a while working on the project, yeah. and, she, and she really feels that she's actually leaving a legacy. And you can right. use that word because it's really yeah. powerful. And where she actually gives uh, the best cleaning tips, the best stories. 
stories that she has, you know, that she has experienced, things, you know, funny things or important things. Um, okay. And those can be, you know, if they're two minutes, three minutes, it's okay, you know, as long as they're not, you know, they're always going to be a little short. Sure. So an anecdote, something that happened with an employee or a client or something at a house, whatever it might be. And you, what I would suggest is ask her to actually, like, take little notes. So when the time comes to actually record, she has all of those planned. Okay. If that sounds like a good idea, I think that would give her a bit to be, you know, working on. Okay. Another thing that I have done when I actually do videos, and sometimes I, you know, I get everything ready, and when I do a little longer videos, you know, maybe I do seven or eight videos, and I actually change my tops because if you think about it, you're only seeing your top. So she can even start thinking about different different clothes that she wants to use instead of just always wearing the, you know, the total cleaning plus because now she's uh, she has retired, and even though that's, that's it, maybe she can wear something else or she can okay. throw a scarf or just ideas. I think as women, we, maybe she likes to do something like that. Sure, yeah. And... Um, so tell me what worked from today. What what do you think that it would have been that could have been better? Uh, as far as uh, as for as, me as personally, yeah. Oh no, uh, no, nothing. Uh, nothing. I would change. I I wouldn't improve anything. I I for me, um, yeah, I I think uh, it, you know it was interesting to hear. Um, you know the the I don't know if maybe you realized I analyzed too much, so I wasn't giving up enough info, or or if I I think about the past, you know, uh, you know, I, I thought that piece was interesting, where you know you kind of change things up a little bit. Um, you know, I, I I think part of it for me is my fa- like my fascination with people, um, you know, and so you know I, I do. I do analyze all the little things, um, yeah. you know, so I sort of, but like I said to you, I, I certainly see the value in um, going back there. Um, you know, I guess my question would be how, what, how does my, and I, I suppose we're probably going to get there, but how does my, you know, nine-year-old or 10-year-old self, how does that affect how does that affect me on a daily basis in terms of my productivity and, and my interactions with my mom? Like, how does that all kind of tie together? Okay. Uh, and that's a fabulous question. I'm so glad that you asked me. So your 9 or your 10-year-old self, probably much younger, but at, at that time, I guess, is that you became really aware of what was going on in a more sophisticated way. Sure. Uh, you know, by then you may have gone to several therapy, family therapy sessions. You got more information about your mom's situation, and it impacted you at a different way, in a different level. So he has a lot going on that he's been putting up with and doing his young life. And that boy is sad, but he's also really angry. He's frustrated. He's sad, and he has taken on a much bigger responsibility than his nine-year-old shoulders can handle. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Is it true that he was an angry boy inside even if he tried to? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this is what happens. By going, you know, by 
recognizing and giving him the opportunity to express how he felt and being able to share with you feeling protected. He didn't feel he never felt protected from mom. Now he is gonna start feeling protected. He also gets to experience what it's like to have somebody that really believes in him and wants the best for him. And not just in moments where, you know, mom is in a good mood, but throughout. You want the best for this boy. And I want you to become his cheerleader. Because the insecurities or the self-deprecation and the productivity conflicts that you experience today have to do with him because when he gets scared, when he gets to feel uncomfortable, and I know that you have come a very, very long way, you know, with B&I and a lot of different things you've been doing, but there's still this, this part of you that emotionally is almost like stuck by where. Okay. In the sense of like, do you ever feel like insecure or frustrated? And you, you, you know, even though the situation at hand maybe um, make makes sense, like okay, yeah, it makes sense that I'm upset. The degree to which you may be upset doesn't have much correlation. Yeah. So it's her, it's, it's him, just that has piled up and piled up, and then now is the time that he has a voice. And he's going to be, but he's also the, he's going to be the one that is upset, the one that could get really, really uh, sad and feeling really low. But he's also the one that is going to sabotage you. Okay. Because if he gets too scared of your success and what that may mean, he's going to do things to distract you. The younger part of you is the one that has the most energy. And so you want him by your side. He's a fuel. And he needs to have fun, and he needs to feel good about himself. Okay, that makes sense. So that's the idea that that we, you know, so that the mind absolutely we need to get a buy-in from your mind because otherwise um, <laughs> you're going to stay there and it's not going to happen. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But is, is, does that make sense? That if you yeah, absolutely. Like giving him the voice that he actually say, you know, the words that he's always wanted to say. Oh, you're not hurting anybody, right? This is just, it's everything is happening within you. And the incredible thing is that the everything that you do and the experience that we do when you visualize, it has the exact same effect in your body as if you were actually there and you had done it then. That's, that's really bizarre, but it's true. You can... Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but that's the, interesting to me. The final, the final point is that that young boy feels empowered, feels strong, feels like he's good enough, feels like he has everything that it will take. And when you meet him, I would like you to share with him everything that you've done. I mean, if you think about that, like that boy, to know, like there's been moments when he was so freaked out, he may have even feared for his life at times. I don't know if that's true or not. Okay, yeah. Right, and to let him know, not only you made it, but you became a dad. You're, you know, you're the head of a company that is going moving forward. You're really doing a lot of things. You have been president at this, you know, this organization and this chapter. I mean, that boy is going to look at you with like huge eyes and is like, "Wow, really?" Because okay. what he said, he's so like you said, he's not very secure. He lacks confidence, but he has no idea everything that you have accomplished. Right. 
So at times, if he freaks out, he's going to go back into the place of like, oh, shit, mom is coming at me and I just have to hide or take it. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's the idea, and um, and so that's that's part of the work we're going to be doing, and uh, and and what I would encourage you to do is that let's say you know so today I would love it if you actually set up your priorities for tomorrow. What would mean? What would make tomorrow a super high productive day for you? And be reasonable, and you know you can make your list. I would love it if you want to send it to me or let me know. Okay. Um, and, and tell him, tomorrow we're going to do all this cool stuff, and you're going to feel amazing when it's done. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, keep me posted. Anything that comes up, uh, you can always write to me, okay? I will do so. Awesome. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Take good care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.